What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace. I am so happy to be back with all of you, all of my beautiful viewers and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have got another incredible guest joining us this week. We've got Vancouver's own Dr. Alexina Mehta. She's going to be joining us shortly, but before we bring her in, I just wanted to let everyone know that we are going to be taking a short break from the weekly episodes. Don't worry though, we are going to be back. We just need to take some time to clarify, strategize, and organize some things in the background with all of the exciting things coming up. So don't worry, we are going to be back. We're just going to take a little bit of a break just so I can put more of my energy into the things that need done in the background. So I hope that if anyone else finds themselves being pulled in too many directions that It's okay to take time away from one part of your life if you need to put more of your energy into a different part. And that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. I'm like, okay, I need to reorganize, regroup. And there's just so many other little things with this podcast and with life that I need to put more of my attention into so we can come back fresh with amazing episodes for you. I want to make sure I'm always giving you my best, creating amazing content and bringing incredible guests your way. So stay tuned. We will be back, but I wanted to make sure that we had an awesome guest episode before we take our little short break. So that being said, I wanted to also thank you for all of your support. It really, truly means the world to me to have so many beautiful souls in this community. And I really feel the love and feel your beautiful energy every day. So just wanted to give a shout out to all the awesome tea drinkers out there. So without further ado, let's bring in this week's special guest, Dr. Alexina Mehta. All right, everyone, here she is, Vancouver's own Dr. Alexina Mehta. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate being here. Thank you so much for joining us. So for all the listeners out there, one of my previous guests, actually, Carly Mantic, is how Alexina and I got connected. She's on episode 31. We talk all about holistic health and creativity, being entrepreneurs. So if you want to check out Carly's episode, it's episode 31. But that's the beauty of this world, right? The connection. And Carly just knew that we would vibe. And from what Alexina and I have already chatted we're like yep we align let's do this so i'm super excited to chat today awesome likewise all right so without further ado let's get the good old who are you and what do you do well so again my name is dr alexina metha i'm a by profession i'm a naturopathic physician and practitioner of ayurveda energy medicine transpersonal psychology breath work do a lot of different modalities in holistic health and wellness. And I have been for the last 20 years. Wow. That's all the things we love here. Oh my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I have a tremendous amount of experience in the field, not just locally in Vancouver, but I've also spent a lot of time in other countries learning from ancient wisdom keepers and healers. I've taken <sighs> courses in different countries around the world. I've studied various traditions. So I like wow. to incorporate that wisdom that I've learned from all over the world, from different healers, teachers, physicians, and share that with my practice, with my patients, with my clients, and with my students. So I see patients one-on-one. -on -one. I teach a lot of seminars and workshops. I do a lot of talks. I organize a lot of events. And then I also teach students. I teach in various courses and schools throughout the year. So that's wow. Big, <laughs> big, wow. Uh, big call, big ask. I love it. Oh my God. I'm so intrigued. I'm like, oh my God, tell me everywhere you've been. I think that's so cool. <laughs> like learning like that ancient wisdom that speaks to my soul so hard. Can you touch more on that? I'm just so yeah, curious. Of course. Yeah. So really it started, my, my whole path to healing started because I was very sick as a teenager myself. Okay. So at the age of 11, I just stopped eating and I had a lot of, at this, at this time I can, I can call it, you could say internal turmoil. At that time, I had no idea what I had. I wasn't aware that I even had a problem. I just right. stopped eating. And then as a result of that, I lost so much weight that my, my body weight actually at that time dropped all the way down to 60 pounds. And wow. I was diagnosed with anorexia and struggled with that for years. So because I was under the care of my parents, they took me to you know, the local GP who mm -hmm. didn't have any training in eating disorders and mm -hmm. You know, I was sort of moved around from practitioner to practitioner with no real help whatsoever. And it wasn't until I finally met an eating disorder specialist that had some understanding and how to communicate with me. And it was in meeting him that I began to put the weight back on so that my brain could function properly again, you know, and then after that, I started to ask a lot of questions like what just happened to me why did that happen why did I stop eating yeah was, was this in the same that. year was it the same age yeah it was it was you know kind of a gradual process between age 11 is when it started until age 14 I was considered to be healthy body weight and I was discharged from his office mm -hmm. like sent on my way okay <laughs> you're physically better now Although psychologically and emotionally, I was still struggling because, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't understand what had happened. And then I, I was in the middle of high school and all you know, the things, what all, an age, all that right? Yeah. 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 And then it wasn't until I was done high school and I was able to enter into university and started to become more independent and started to read the newspaper and, and, at that time, the internet was just starting. Yeah. <laughs> this is like 1998 that I graduated yeah. from universe or pardon me from high school. And so I just started to investigate different healing modalities that could help me because I still struggled with my eating habits. I still struggled with knowing how to think about myself. You know, I think a lot mm -hmm. of the, the issues that I see with a lot of the patients that I'm working with today. And 
you know, I, I did kinesiology as my undergraduate degree at the University of British Columbia, learned about health and fitness, exercise science. And then it was really in studying fitness, like Pilates, yoga, which mm. opened me up to. Yes. You know, oh my God. <laughs> I have to add like yoga has helped me. It's so funny because when I was younger too, it was all about what's it for your body? Like I was so disconnected yeah. from my spirit and everything else. It was just, what does it do for my body? But then I went through some trauma in my adulthood where it just rocked me. Right. And I was like, okay, you can go this way or this way, but we're going to heal. Let's do the healing journey. And yoga helped heal parts of me that I was like, I didn't even know were there. And it's yeah. such a beautiful practice. And I feel like people don't sometimes understand it's so much more than moving your body. Like it's so spiritual oh, for me. I feel like sometimes after I'm like, am I like, whoa, like my, I'm in such a deep meditative state during it's just incredible. So I'm very excited to hear about that. Yeah, you know, it was it was at that time when yoga wasn't really that popular yet. Yeah. In Vancouver, you know, there were few yoga teachers and I took a course really because I wanted to learn for myself, but then I realized I liked it so much. And I grew up in an Indian household originating from India. Yeah. So yoga was in our consciousness. You know, we talked about God a lot. You know, I come from a very spiritual family. And so that angle began to work on me and it opened me up to want to study more about spiritual modalities and ancient wisdom and just learn about you know the root cause of suffering like why do we suffer as human beings why do we why do we hurt ourselves and we don't even know that we're doing it you know Preach. I didn't know why I was doing it and it was through understanding you know not just psychologically but spiritually where all that was coming from and then Absolutely. that catapulted me into naturopathic medicine and Ayurveda and, and, you know, the traveling around the world started when I was finished my doctorate, I be, that's when I really began to travel and teach and learn and study. And I went to Egypt, India. Peru, oh my God. So cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, uh, got connected with some really amazing mentors that guided me and still guide me. And it's just been amazing, you know, absolutely yeah. incredible. And then to be able to share that with my patients, to be able to teach that to my students, that mm -hmm. has been just un unreal, really, because I'm able to help people yeah. in ways that they don't even know that they need. And you know, being able to show people that there are so many solutions for what they consider to be their problem or problems that are beyond what is obvious. You know, the mm -hmm. obvious things aren't working, which don't work for lots of people. And then that's where everything else comes in. Wow, I have like goosebumps the whole time you're talking. This is beautiful. I'm like, there's a reason we're having this conversation today. So when you were traveling and teaching, like what were you teaching? Were you teaching like yoga or was it like your medicinal yeah. practices or? So I've traveled a lot personally to go and study. And then I've traveled a lot to, to teach. And when I was teaching, this was more before the pandemic, getting, getting back into it now, I was teaching women's health workshops and seminars. Cool. And I would address all the variety of areas. So the physical, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. And so I traveled all over the world doing that. And 
you know, was really interesting in teaching women, women's groups in a variety of different countries is that I realized that the same issues would come, would come up no matter where I was. That's really cool. Yeah. It was very interesting. And we would have often have translators that were, you know, translating the information. And I also did a bunch of that online as well with, with various groups of women in different countries and just bringing the awareness of natural medicine to more women in the world, you know, Mm -hmm. and showing them how they can use it, how they can incorporate it into their daily lives. And in, in a way where I'm interacting with them and engaging with them and hearing what they're struggling with. So it's, it's beyond just reading, you know, a blog post or something, you know, Mm -hmm. it's knowing that I've worked with people that have had these conditions and it gives people confidence knowing that they're talking to somebody that's, that's been working beside people and see, has seen them through their variety of struggles, you Mm. know, and that's, that's really the beauty of more of a holistic approach to health. Absolutely. You know, you're, when you're working with someone, you're walking beside them. You're not sending them off. I love that. I'm good. You're going to make me emotional. That's beautiful. That's poetry right there. (laughs) Well, it's, it's because, you know, you, you need to embody what you're teaching. Otherwise it doesn't really go deep. You know, you can get symptomatic relief, which is exactly what some people need. A lot of people though, want to actually heal. They want to go beyond the symptom relief they want to know why did I have this how can I prevent this from happening again where does this yeah what's the root yeah I'm from New Brunswick originally so I've only moved here like oh my god I say only but it's been almost three years it's so crazy how fast time goes Yeah. yeah and I discovered naturopathic medicine there as well because I've always kind of floated that way more more natural like and just it's just aligns with my soul and Mm -hmm. that was one thing that I loved about the naturopathic doctor that I had back east was it wasn't a band-aid it was where's the root like let's let's peel the layers back let's get in there and exactly that because like I want to heal and I mean I'm still Mm -hmm. on my journey with that but that's exactly it I'm like I don't want a band-aid because it's not going to go away it's just going to come back like let's get in there so I really love that exactly and you know once you start to really look at things more from an observer lens you know looking at it holistically trying to understand how everything is connected and how all the parts influence each other not just on the physical but also on the mental and the emotional and the spiritual mm-hmm. then you get to another place with the healing that you yeah. know that you needed to go to it's new territory 100% oh new territory for sure and like some of the (laughs) the the things that get opened up you're like whoa (laughs) like what is that I didn't know that was in there like it is wild but it's so worthwhile even if like I know for me it's not been a beautiful journey like and I think that's important for people to remember but it's okay if it's painful or hurts because you're you're sifting through it could be years of trauma or whatever the case may be so I think that is just it's incredible the the journey itself and everybody's is different but I love that you said with with your traveling how with women there were certain synchronicities or things that were all Mm -hmm. similar I think that's so fascinating and I'm just like what is that like where's that originate from yeah it's the 
you know, in, in their, their shared suffering, you know, a lot of the, the issues, they're the same and the solutions are also similar, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they might not have access to certain remedies or medicine or different viewpoints, maybe that are new for them that they haven't Mm -hmm. entertained before. And so they, they need to connect with that. Or perhaps they saw that, you know, the ancient wisdom in their culture is now actually something that they can incorporate in the way that they heal their body. It's not just something that they hear about or read about in a book, you know, Mm -hmm. it's actually applying that into your interactions with other people, your, your self-care practice. Yeah. Beyond just being separate from them, but actually embodying that wisdom. Absolutely. What are some different examples of certain holistic practices that you may talk about with different women? Like, is there anything that is Mm. consistent across the board or? Yeah. So, you know, when, when we're talking about a different area, Mm -hmm. I have several different aspects that I'll bring in. So for example, physically, we're looking at your basic medical information, which most people have access to, for example, Mm -hmm. your labs, you know, what your diagnosis, you know, what are the symptoms that you have? Like if you have endometriosis or fibroids or ovarian cysts or PMS, that's all pretty straightforward, but it needs to be understood. And sometimes that can be confusing for people trying to understand that connection between their physical and, and what it actually means for their health. Mm. And then we go beyond just that an initial system. So for example, if they've got issues in their hormones, we need to also understand and address what's going on with your digestive health, what's going on with your you know, cognitive health, what's going on with your nervous system, kidneys, and exploring how that's all connected. So that's just the physical side. And then how to address that? Well, on a physical level, you can use things like supplements, herbs, nutrition, various nutraceuticals. And there's a real range of remedies that we can touch on. So many different possibilities within that. And again, a lot of that addresses the biochemical or the functional of the body, various organ systems, hormones, neurotransmitters. And then when we go to the level of the emotions, then we have reflection, self-observation, understanding, comprehension, rectification, understanding where we gave our power away, where where we fell into traps with the ego. Um, the Mm -hmm. various aspects, various ways that we suffer as human beings. And then you look at not just the feelings, but you look at the mind, the, what are the thoughts? What, what are the beliefs, not just personal, but they can be cultural, they can be familial, you know, within their, um, within their country, within their continent, depending on where they come from. Mm -hmm. And then we address that with know, a number of different modalities. So meditation, there's different um, self-analysis techniques that we can use. You can use mantras. You can use the wisdom of the ancient medicine systems like Ayurveda. Can you explain what that is? (laughs) So Ayurveda is the oldest system of medicine in the the oldest continuously practiced system of medicine on the planet. Over 5,000 years in practice originating from India. 
And uh, it's an amazing system of medicine. It incorporates all of these different aspects that I'm talking about within the actual system. Cool. So it's, yeah, so it's, it's completely full. It's, it's a complete system in and of itself. Within that system, we look at how the various elements operate within the human being like air earth water this is so up my alley i'm just like so excited (laughs) continue (laughs) yeah similar to chinese medicine which also uses a um, similar kind of approach to healing and then there's herbal remedies there's various therapies you can work with mantras that you incorporate breath work yoga practices Mm -hmm. so all that's included and and then there's the honoring, the reflection, connecting with the inner being, the light, you know, connecting with our source. Mm-hmm. That aspect of healing is often, again, it's simplified when it's really something quite spectacular and yeah. and and quite like powerful isn't even the word. You know, oh no. <laughs> when, you, when you begin to guide people in that direction, that the power of consciousness awakens in them. And it's the, it's the consciousness that we're after. We're that's what we want to bring more and more of into our daily life every day, so that we're able to be aware of you know, what are these habits that we're engaged in that are causing us harm. You know, why can't we quit the alcohol? Why are we still smoking? You know, there's so many different aspects of our health that once we become more aware and conscious, not just from a mental perspective, but spiritually speaking, with our our inner light, our inner being, then that can shift the dynamic of variables that are contributing to our overall health and well-being in multiple ways. And the ancient wisdom traditions talk about this very easily. You know, it's not necessarily so understood in a Western perspective because that's just not how the system approaches mm-hmm. health because it's primarily a physical yep. So all of these different aspects, you know, we'll cover when, when I'm teaching groups of women. And then there's also just the community aspect of women coming together, being in the presence of other women that are working on their health. And that in itself is, is healing. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like I feel that so much because like I said, like since moving here, of course you meet people, but it's much different in a larger city to integrate into different groups sometimes compared to like, I'm from a small town. So like, who's your mother? Do I know your father? Like you just, you know, people, you get that community, but it's so important to have community. And I think when you go from having it to maybe not having it in the same way, for me anyway, Mm -hmm. it really highlighted that. And Mm -hmm. I love when I can come together with people who are on that same pathway, you know, like, like you mm-hmm. said, with, with women coming together for that particular purpose, it's just beautiful to see it because like you said, it's such a all-encompassing journey, not just physical, like it is that emotional, mental, spiritual. And I love mm-hmm. how you're talking about the spiritual side of it because it's so true. Like when you tap into that divine light and it, it just illuminates so much, like, yeah. like you said, and mm-hmm. why do we self-sabotage? Why do we do things that aren't beneficial to our divine being? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. What have you got on the go? What's going on? Yeah, so I have an event coming up this upcoming Saturday. It's mm-hmm. called the Infinite Gathering. 
Integrative Health and Mindfulness Conference for Healthcare Practitioners. So it's for healthcare practitioners that find themselves working on their own, disconnected from a greater community of collaborators, wanting to work more on mindfulness. They see that there's the role of holistic health and they want to connect with other practitioners that appreciate holistic health. So the event has a panel of speakers where they're going to talk about their healing journeys as practitioners, you know, as well as some of the wisdom that they've gained working with patients over the years. And we have amazing speakers that are part of the panel from all professions. So we've got a physiotherapist, a few medical doctors, psychiatrists. That's uh, cool. I like that there's a bit of everything there. That's really nice yeah. to see the different viewpoints. Totally. Exactly. And, and that's what we wanted to create, just a, a place where different practitioners could come meet each other, network, and then also learn about holistic health. So we have, uh, after the panel, we have networking for an hour, then we have lunch provided by the space that we're going to be at. And then we have breath work in the oh. afternoon, which is our mindfulness practice. And we do these events for healthcare practitioners every couple of months. My fiance and I started it. He's a medical doctor. Aww, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we wanted to create something that would bring together health practitioners of all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. We started it during the pandemic, actually, when a lot of practitioners were working in isolation, as we know, a lot of practitioners were stressed out because they had to shut down their offices and then they didn't know when they'd open up again. And that was happening quite a bit. You know, there was yeah. a lot of confusing information out there and a lot of practitioners just didn't feel that they could offer their best in that mm -hmm. very stressful environment. And so we created the Infinite Gathering at that time because we wanted to provide a space for practitioners to come together and commune and also share the knowledge of this collective wisdom. We had over 30 practitioners from all over North America, and it was extremely well attended. And from that, we have been offering different events over the last few years. Wow. So this is our way of, of really supporting the integrative health and holistic health communities, creating more collaboration between practitioners of all kinds, and also providing opportunities where they can do work on their own self, their own personal growth and transformation through mindfulness practices like breath work. I think that's so beautiful to just bring every single type together. And like you said, cause like we can all learn from each other. And I think that's so beautiful because most of the time we learn more from people who are not like us or who do things different. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so important. And I think as yeah. well, like for people who may be more skeptical or whatever, it's an opportunity, like you said, to see things through a different lens or open the space up and be like, Oh, wait a minute. I just think that's important as humans to just have that openness. You know, it all starts with learning what you don't know about. So, you know, one of the tips that I give people who are struggling with that question, you know, what do I do? What approach do I experience or entertain or try? And I say, you know, the, the key is you need to experience, you need to learn before you judge. Preach. And, you know, it's, it's ignorance doesn't get us anywhere. If you haven't experienced something yourself, if you haven't learned about it, then you can't really speak to it. 
you know, exactly. it's exactly, it, it, it it's not logical. It doesn't make no. any sense. It's like asking exactly. me about something that I have no training in, you know, it's like you coming to me and saying, Hey, Alexina, can you help me with making my wedding dress? And I would just look at you like, sorry, <laughs> that's just, I've, I've never studied uh, fashion. I don't know anything about, you know, creating a wedding dress. Yeah. And exactly. Yet, you know, I say that so, about like cars and stuff. I'm like, I can't go look under the hood and be like, yep, that's what yeah. I need to do with my car. Exactly. I... Whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. So I think it's, it's more useful for us to adopt an attitude of humility because really that's going to get us far. That's going to get us the furthest in life because yes. really each one of us knows this much compared to the vast knowledge that we have access to. Yeah. And, and also what we don't have access to, there's plenty that we don't even know about, you know, and mm-hmm. we don't know what we don't know. I feel like you're in my brain because everything you're saying, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. I feel <laughs> like I've like, even with my partner, we've talked about these things. I always laugh when I have guests on because it's always like synchronized with things I may have just been talking about. I'm like, oh, the universe is beautiful. Like it just always delivers and brings us what we need. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Coming back to your organization, is that what I would call it? Yeah. 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 Is it always just for medical practitioners or do you do things for like the public as well? Well, we, we invite anybody who's interested in what we're doing. So you can be, yeah. So you can be a supporter. You can be somebody that utilizes this approach in your life. You could be somebody Mm. that's just passionate about it. You, you are welcome to attend because you're somebody, you're like an advocate. You're saying that I believe in this. It's important to me and I want to share it with more people. Mm. So our events are open to anyone who's interested in spreading the goodness, you know, I love that. Spreading the goodness. Yeah. Our events are super inspiring. They're super positive. We're, we're very inclusive. We're a compassionate community. We, we just want people to feel better. And we, we know the power of collaboration is so much more effective than working on your own and just, you know, being in your own little corner of the universe. So getting out and, and that's why we spend time in putting these events together. And Mm. it's all, it always is awesome to do, you know, once once people are actually there, which the hard part is getting there, you know, once you're there, you just relax into it and Mm. take in, you know, whatever you need. So Yeah. Yeah, And that's that's, the great thing is there's always something like a little something that you're meant to hear. I believe anyway, when you go to things like that, like there's something for you there may not be everything. Maybe it is everything. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. We have an opportunity for networking where you can meet all kinds of practitioners. We actually also have a lovely lady who is an actress coming and she's on our healthcare panel. That's so (laughs) cool. Yeah. She happens to also be a holistic health practitioner herself. Her name is Terrell Rothery. She's from the TV show Virgin River. Oh my uh, God. I haven't watched it, but I know it's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. She's delightful. So cool. She'll be joining us. And we've had, um, you know, speakers like Gabor Mate, Dr. Perlmutter. Stop. um, Oh my God. Wow. You know, at our last event, we had Dr. Gabor Mate, Dr. Perlmutter, Wade Davis. We had um, the Dalai Lama's head translator, Dr. Thupton Jinpa. Wow. Yeah, we've had a lot of different speakers over the years and 
we just keep going. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, this is what, like a three-year-old organization basically? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. We started in 2019 or 2020. Sorry. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we keep going with that. And then I have another organization different. It's a women's health group. Mm-hmm. And we also meet uh, at least once a month for events as well. And I've been doing that since 2009. Wow. Um, so, so are and, these yeah. in person and online or? Mostly in person. We've done cool. some online, but mostly in person. And we do a di- we focus on a different topic every month in the realm of women's healing and women's health. So for example, we have events on hormone balancing, mm-hmm. various events in, you know, perimenopause, menopause. We have some more focused on spirituality for women, meditation techniques. And yeah, we've been doing that. That's been going pretty strong for however many years that is. Oh well, my God. Yeah. 2000. <laughs> I know. I always am like, what year was that? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We've, had, we've, had th- we've got thousands of women that come to our events over the years. Wow. And, um, yeah. So it's, it, it, I'm definitely a big community person. I'm all about bringing people together, collaboration, connection, and spreading goodness, you know. Oh, we're in the right place. I am so here for that. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. So if you go to the website, www.theinfinitegathering.com, mm-hmm. you can find out all the all the details. Cool. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Like, I'm so inspired by you. Like, you just are so multifaceted. And I feel like I'm a very multifaceted person. Like, you know, I just so many things like I want to do this and this and this and this. And like, you are living proof that you can do this and this and this and this. Like, there's so many avenues you can go to if you feel drawn there. And I just think that's so inspirational, not only for me, but for people listening who feel that way as well. So uh, props to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I know you do a lot with hormones and I know even on my own journey, it's something that in my earlier, like mid twenties to my late, late 20s is when it came to light. And I was like, what is happening with me? Like, I just didn't feel like myself, things felt different. And that's actually when I discovered my naturopath back East. And that's when we discovered hormones and what's going on in the body and different stages of womanhood, how they shift and change. And I mean, of course, too, if you're pregnant and you don't have to be, but that definitely changes hormones or has effects. And I think it's important for women to be aware because like I said, it's sometimes we're just not aware of the impact it can have. And it can make you feel seen and heard because you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like this is something actually happening within my being. Is there anything like we can touch on with hormones, with women, just to bring some more light to that? Yeah. You know, I I love what you shared there about the, the journey as a woman and understanding what is going on in your body. Because I find in my practice, which I've been doing this now for 14 and a half years in talking to women, a lot of women are not in touch with their hormonal rhythms. Yeah, either. and I wasn't. I feel more yeah. now, but I'm sure there's still more I can learn. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding that as a woman with a female body, we cycle through different hormones throughout the month naturally. Mm-hmm. And if you know what that is and you understand what your energy level is going to be like, what your mood is going to going to be like, how your sleep changes, how your food cravings can change, 
Yeah, All they totally do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, good times of the month that you can try doing something like intermittent fasting or more rigorous exercise. All of that comes into play when you know where you are in your cycle. So one of the things that I recommend women begin doing, if you're not already doing it, is simply tracking your cycle, knowing where you are in your cycle, if you are in fact cycling. And that can help you, first of all, get in touch with how it feels when you are bleeding, when you are ovulating, and when you are in the spaces in between and how you feel differently. Getting in touch with that teaches you about your body. And then from there, you can begin to understand when things are out of balance because then you you have a reference point, you know, for example, those of you who are listening to this call right now, if you feel pretty good, this is a time to start tracking your hormones because you'll you will understand what your baseline is. And then if you experience something really stressful in life, like a job loss or something in your family life or, you know, a loved one getting sick, you know, various stressors happen and they come from out of the blue. They're not something that we often see showing up. They just, they show up and now we need to cope. Yeah. And often we will see changes in the female cycle if they are perceived stressors that one doesn't feel like they have much control over. And that often is reflected in how you feel, your cycle. And I'm sure everybody who's listening here has their own personal example of when yes. they've seen that happen. Yeah. So what we do is when I'm working with a woman, regardless of what she's coming in with, we try to understand what is her cycle actually like. And then from there, understand what is out of balance. We may do some hormone testing as an example. That can give us a lot of information, but then just her symptoms can give us a lot of information. When they started, what was happening at the time, what provokes them? And we dive in really deeply. You know, when I take a history with someone, it's 45 minutes to an hour of yes. me trying to get information, trying to put all these different pieces of the puzzle together and see what it is that we can tweak so that she can experience some relief and at the same time work deeper on those root causes. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's fascinating to me. And I love that you said about once you start to track it, because my mm -hmm. God, when I was younger, I didn't, none of that. Right. But then again, once yes. I started the, the journey of the healing, I, it's just like, I have my Fitbit app and I was like, oh, cool. There's like a period section. I'm going to start logging it. Cause it just, I just did. I don't even know if I knew why I was doing it. I was just like, let's make my life easier and track it. And yes. it's awesome. Cause it does show you like when are you ovulating all of those different things. And I, it's, so funny because I can read my body so well now. Like I know the week before my period's coming, I'm like, oh, mood's changing a little. We're really, really hungry this week. We are preparing to bleed. And yeah. I didn't notice that stuff before, but now it's like, it's awesome when you start to get so in touch with it. You don't need the app to know. You're like, ah, something's exactly. coming. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's just it is you're getting in touch with the intelligence of your own body. Yeah. You know, and that's different than the intelligence that comes from the intellect, yeah. intellectual intelligence versus body intelligence mm. and, and getting to know that. And that's, 
that's something that I'm always trying to teach my patients and my students is that we have an intelligence in the body. Our body wants to heal. It is designed to heal. It doesn't seem like that sometimes when mm -hmm. we're suffering and we're, we're in pain, but when you study all this and when you observe people over a long period of time, it's easier to see that this intelligence is guiding. You know, oh yeah. The and body is a beautiful thing. Like it is so smart. Like we don't give it half the credit it deserves because it knows what to do. It does. And something that I like to also touch on is that, you know, there's a difference between healing and curing. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of misconception in the world around those two different words. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we think about healing, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that I'm trying to heal? why am I trying to heal this? What is the, what is the outcome that I would like, yeah. you know, given the fact that we know that the human body is vital for a certain amount of time and our consciousness, the fact that we are, we're alert, we can engage, we can have this executive functioning of life and be with others in a meaningful way that that lasts for a certain amount of time, you know, and so I think that in this conversation around healing, there is also the aspect of understanding that human life is extremely precious and it's very short. Yeah. You, you think of it. And so to, to know how to navigate that, because when we, when we don't understand that there is a finality of physical life, it changes the way that we engage but when we understand that, we approach our health very differently. And so understanding that we have a certain amount of time here and accepting that changes the way that we engage with our, our body, our mind, our healing, and it can really Absolutely. speed it up. You know, it can really help us to get on track faster. And, yeah. and not waste time on things that are irrelevant for our life purpose. Yes. Oh my God. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> it's so true. And I like, you're giving me all these beautiful aha moments. So I know the listeners are getting them too, but it's funny because people say that all the time, you know, life is short, la la la. And like people hear it all the time, but until like this moment, you saying it the way you just said it, it like clicked even within me. I'm like, wait a minute. So if it really is not forever, like we kind of said before, why are we sabotaging our beings? And I love that. That really clicked for me, like how the healing connects, like, like you said, it can happen quicker or whatever. When we realize, okay, I don't have forever. Cause sometimes like, you know, even my own self, we can be in the clouds or we can be like, la 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 and it not connected into that. So beautiful so important that you said that yeah it's it's just being more on purpose with life yeah you actually understand what life is yeah. but if you, if you think that life is just physical it's a very different approach towards your health than if you feel and you sense that life is more than physical you will approach <sighs> things differently absolutely oh my gosh yes like so differently and it's just beautiful how when we feel that energy within ourselves, then you start to feel it with others. I'm, I'm such a nature kind of person too. So I'm like, take me to the water, the trees, like, let me just get all that naturey goodness. But 
you yeah. feel I touch a tree I feel it I feel the energy coming from it and it just shows you even in it's not just human beings with that beautiful life it's it's everything this whole earth it's just it's all alive and connecting to it is just so divine and beautiful totally love that all right well i just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us this has been so amazing for not only me but i'm sure the listeners out there so i want to express my deepest gratitude to you because this was just so inspirational and beautiful so thank you thank you so much thank you kaylee it was so lovely to spend this time with you and i'm delighted to be part of your podcast and connect with your audience and if anybody has any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me. Speaking of, yeah, let's get your socials and your website. Any way people can connect if they resonate, you can go ahead and let us know. Yeah, so it's Dr. Alexina Metha at gmail.com. Uh, Metha is spelled M-E-H-T-A. That's my email. And then uh, you've got, you can check out my website, dralexinametha.com. And then the Infinite Gathering website, www.theinfinitegathering.com. And I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn. Everywhere. TikTok. (laughs) All the good places. And just so for everyone listening, if you're on YouTube, I'm going to link everything in the description box below. If you're listening via podcast, it'll all be in the show notes. So there'll be no trouble to find Alexina if you feel called to check out what she's doing. She's got a lot going on on the website and everything. So there's tons of stuff you can look at. It's really awesome. I was looking through everything. So you'll definitely get to check out more about her and all the beautiful things she offers. So definitely go give her a follow, give her some support. Cause like we said, we're all about building the community, especially with that beautiful, positive energy, that holistic healing. That's what's up. So let's keep bringing our community to Alexina's community. (laughs) Love it. Thank you. Cool. So thank you again so much to all of my beautiful tea drinkers out there. I really appreciate you bringing your energy into this episode. Alexina was absolutely amazing. So I know that she definitely resonated with you listeners. Thank you so much for all of your support. It truly means the world. We will not be gone for long. We're just taking a short break from the weekly episodes, but don't you worry, we will be back. For all of those who are watching this on YouTube, make sure you like this video, share with your friends and subscribe to my channel. If you are listening via podcast, give us a review and also share with your friends. And of course, you can check us out over on Instagram and Facebook. It's just at the T with KG. Give us a follow, show some love. We love building our community of beautiful souls. So I want to send all of my love and light to each and every one of you and have an amazing day, night, whatever time it is that you're tuning into this episode. Episode, and we will see you when we come back. Oh, oh.